Everyone, welcome to Screen Blend, a podcast where we talk about TV, movies, and games all combined. And this is our co-host, or I should say host, Will Cutts. Oh, nice. It's so good to be back. Uh, <laughs> honestly, everybody, it, it is. Uh, after uh, a little bit of hiatus, when we did a, did a practice doing last for a while, year. It was, 12, it was 12 months ago. We did a little bit of a practice now. I think it's bang on Yeah, it was on my birthday. Now. Yeah. Mm. So... Um, now, as, as times go in this corona world we're in and you're back in the country, hopefully all safe uh, in your... I am, your in my gym. Yeah, in your gym right now. I was going to say, the camera's not great, but I can see the guns on show you've got at the moment. Uh, yes. Yep. I don't want to boast about them, but they are. They are Hopefully, existing. everyone's an audio listener, so they can't, uh, <laughs> they can't see you they at the moment. these amazing but guns. It's, yeah. it's good to be back in, in, a, in a world that's very different at the moment. Um, from what we are used to even four weeks ago. Um, Mm, So this podcast at the moment, uh, we'll be going over a a lot of different things, but probably what we'll be doing now may not be what it's like in in a couple of months when hopefully everything's back to normal. And I I think you'd probably say the same thing, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we, you know, do apologize about the poor audio quality um, because obviously with isolation, we can't do this one-on-one. But for the time being, we're just going to talk about the elephant in the room. So pretty much coronavirus and how it's impacting the TV and film industry. So we'll, I reckon we'll lead off with that. Kat. I think it's a great way to, to go, Mace. Um, yeah. what's, what's the easiest way for everyone, just before we get straight into it, um, just to give you a follow and uh, obviously give Screen Blender a follow on Instagram and uh, what's, what's your handle at the moment? Yeah, um, Jackie Boys 22 And we'll put that, if uh, for any, that'll be down in the description below if you're listening to the podcast. Um, or again, yeah. if this is on any of our visual platforms, again, go have a look at there and give Mace a follow. Uh, I'm, we'll be cut <laughs> on majority of things. Uh, it's important, Jack, to get the, no, it is. the it listeners is. interacting with us, especially in this world now. Everyone's uh, hopefully uh, you're watching old movies, um, old TV shows, stuff that you haven't been able to in the last couple of months. And you can come yeah. in and, and enjoy that now. And it, it's just a different time. We're using it now to get, get on top of it. But there's so many things to go through. I've just got a list here, Jack, um, yeah. with what Corona's done and impacted. I, I sort of want to go back to before we even started to have everything impacted. And mm. when this sort of started coming out, we thought it's not really going to impact, especially no, the sort of no. Western civilization and, and movies. So, and I, mm. I gathered myself it was going to maybe affect the release of things, but maybe not the production. And now we've yes. seen productions of things um, all halted. Literally everything's halted around the world now. And it's then, so it's affected everything. It's been pushed back. I'm guessing timetables yep. for, for movies. Um, I think the, the large point, before we get into individual productions, because I know there's a number, and I'm just got a list yeah. here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free uh, to read them. Uh, it's sort of alphabetically done. So this is in uh, that order. So it's, it's not a, our top tens or top fives that, that we're going to miss. No, just most of the triple A blockbusters. Yeah. Um, so starting off, I have not seen the first one because I am not a horror nut and I hate it, but A Quiet Place 2, Jack, now I'm guessing yes. that's one of yours that you're interested in. That was supposed yeah, to be already released uh, last Yeah, about month. two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. It, it, depending on what parts of the world you're in, they pushed back to now September, give or take around where, where you are in the world. Heard great things regarding it and it is on my list of, of things to catch up on. But where, where does yeah, that one sit with you, you Mace? Um, I recommend it. I did miss some of the, you know, miss some dialogue at the end of it because it was, most of the movie was literally yeah. whispers and mostly silence. 
Um, but no, I thought it was actually quite a good horror film. Low budget, but yeah. Emily Blunt and uh, John do a good job, I reckon. Yeah, no, that's a good movie. So I think for that one was probably one of the first ones uh, that got affected really because I remember going to the movies probably at the start of March on a day off I a day off I had so about a month ago now yeah. and you could see the posters and they were starting to really ramp that um, ramp that one up. They were, yeah. Uh, well, and I think the first one out of it all was No Time to Die. Yeah, I think that kind of set the chain off for all the movies thinking hmm, we probably should cancel our productions and you know for the following months and I think that set it off. And I was most devastated by No Time to Die as well. Yeah. So, and then now we move on to the next one that was it was not far away at the moment. And when we talk about blockbusters, uh, this was, again, I don't know how well this one was going to go and, and they hadn't given out any tracking numbers, but Black Widow, uh, the next one in the uh, MCU uh, saga yeah. there. Now, a lot of pressure going on that one too, coming after Endgame. So. Yeah, a, a huge amount of pressure uh, there. Mm. And... I just like in this, this was sort of the, uh, like you said, after the Bond movie, once this one sort of pulled back now and, and it's a TBD date, I'm interested massively to see where, if this changes any other Marvel sort of production, is everything gets pushed back six months. Well, it's stop production of stuff like, is it, what's the new, what, new one coming up? Um, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi was. Yeah, uh, Shang-Chi, stopped. that's been delayed production. So. Yeah, so luckily for them, Inhumans finished uh, filming. Mm. So they're just, yes. in po- they're just in post now of that. And so I think that might still be, um, might still be fine. Yes, because like that, that's as, due as in, at the end, isn't it? Yeah, that, that was just, yeah, end of the year. So it's just whether then, like, say, Black Widow, maybe, again, for argument's sake, I'm thinking this is a six-month thing now. So around September, mm-hmm. I'd be expecting things to be around semi-normal, and that's probably the best thing we can hope for at the moment especially with large yeah. gatherings like the movies. And I'm sure a Black Widow first weekend would be pulling a massive crowd. Oh, I think um, any movie coming out, anything after coming out of isolation and, yeah, the pandemic. So next one to move on to, and we'll go through movies first and then we can find and, and talk a little about TV and how that's going to disrupt the TV landscape, but is F9. Um, yes. So, so just in case uh, anyone was wondering, Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. Wait, not everyone's so like that. That one for me, uh, so that's... <laughs> moved to 2021 so they pushed that back a full year now so that's probably to be on the safe side though that yeah. was probably mm. and easiest for them for marketing i'm, I'm guessing too because you stop it completely you're not sort of worrying in six months you can probably just rehash a lot of stuff it's that time mm. next year you push the f10 what i know they've done that have they filmed that too correctly if f10s i think the idea was to film them back to back but i don't yeah. think they've started officially yet yeah. not filming anyway mm. um so we're at that sort of point now with F9. Mm. That was big on our list. That, mm. that one was big in my, my top couple uh, right now. So that's, that's a bit of an annoying one. This one here, I'm not... The trailer got me amped. And I think we'll talk about like a F9 and a Fast and the Furious at a later date, probably on its own sort of, sort of segment. So I don't want to rehash too much there. But mm. looking at Ghostbusters Afterlife, Mm, something that yes. again a trailer can make everything for me and that trailer really actually got me sort of a little amped for it and got me a little it, excited yeah, um, it looks like it's going for the star wars approach you know bringing in a few of the veterans yeah. from the previous films and mixing it with the new cohort of actors and i think taking it in like a serious sort of blend what will have comedy in it but giving it more of a, a real world vibe whereas mm. the and this is not a generalization or a uh, 
comment on how that last one was the all female led one but i just didn't enjoy <laughs> i just didn't get me enjoy started it. on that no but yeah. i didn't enjoy that at all and if that was again for male leads i wouldn't have enjoyed it also because it's just the script and the writing and and, oh, and the way it was the done best. was probably too com- too comedic for me and then the comedy didn't land whereas i feel this one will have hints of comedy that might have a real serious note um in the way that it's it's also done i love mm-hmm. that your guard yeah Paul will my be God, walking by the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next one, as we sort of scroll through, um, and we're, I'm looking past sort of things like minions that I don't really care about. Um, no. That's sort of past our thing, but I'm sure mm. that again, those minions movies are making hundreds of millions of dollars. They're staying oh, yeah, yeah. And, and waiting yeah. till uh, they can get back into cinema. And so Morbius. Where does this one sit with you? Because this is now being pushed back uh, to this time next year. Uh, Morbius. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested most definitely. And I think, I think a lot of people are interested to see how it's going to impact the MCU or if it's not, I think that's going to be, you know, why people are going to see it to see if they've actually, you know, cause it's the first film that's being created, isn't it? After Venom two where Disney, you know, have been purchased by Fox and yeah. vice versa. So I think that would be interesting to see how they implement that and where they bring in Tom Holland, Spider-Man and do something around that. But yeah, I'm not overly excited. I want to see a bit more of it before I kind of rush to the cinema to see it. Yeah. And so for me at the moment, I'm looking at that movie. One that I never really got up and about for uh, when say all these sort of additional Spider-Man universe things on, on the other side haven't really interested me too much not that it has to be connected in a, in a universe because i know you don't have to mm. but just i don't see the point in, and i guess half these problems are these anti-hero characters of or oh, they're a bad guy but to have a movie about them we have to make them good or defeat someone who is worse is, yeah you have yeah, to give them a reason for the to, like, yeah and so again with venom it's like venom is a bad guy i know there's elements of him where he has been good and etc mm. but you have to then create a worse event for him to beat, obviously, et cetera. And that's what they did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and they set him up with a love life and, you know. All this sort of stuff and you have to feel empathy for the character. And I sort of struggled with that a little bit with that Venom movie. And I think the biggest thing for me in these sort of Sony ones is just make a good movie. Make Mm. a good, like make a good movie. And I'm not sure Morbius, maybe it it will be really good. But I think these additional Mm. sort of outside characters just go smaller budgets and... Mm stop and make it more character driven and give me something about a character that I can sort of ha- have a connection with and not worry yeah. about all these amazing action set pieces. Yeah. Cause think, up until now they've been focused on creating their own cinematic universe yes, and yes. that's fallen flat hugely right. really, hasn't it? So, and I feel like something like this, uh, coronavirus may pull people back into like these big connective, uh, sort of industries and, and cinematic universes may, may struggle after something like this because there's going to be a pull of, 12 months of no movies or you like a Marvel movie. It's mm. going to be 18 months since the last Marvel movie. And that's yeah. why these, that's why these MCU TV shows on Disney plus, I think are going to be massively relevant now. And mm. that, but that may change the timeline of things because if they push them out earlier or where are they yeah. supposed to Falcon, be? Falcon which a soldier as before, you know, something yeah. else and where it is in the mm. continuity, but they have to get this back mm. into people's minds. So that's a, another way to look at it. Now I'm yeah. looking at something that was supposed to be just this last weekend was going to come out and looking to dominate the box office was Mulan. 
So ah, did yes. that get released anywhere in the world or not? No, it didn't. No, that was a pretty much a worldwide date. I'm pretty yeah. sure end of March, 27th of March or something. So that's, yeah, no, that's been postponed. I'm not sure how excited you were, but I know um, Disney fans were pretty devastated about that. So I, I, I don't know about you, but I love the cartoon. I grew up with the cartoon. So, but this one's taking a bit more of a grounded approach without the dragon, um, oh, without... Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's dragon and whatnot. So, um, oh yeah, I still still think it'll be good though. So the next thing I'm looking at here on this list is New New Mutants. Now, something that was supposed to be released today, matter in fact. Oh really? It's had four or five now dates pushed regarding its first release. I believe Mm -hmm. 2017 it was supposed to be out. What is a crazy thing to think that it's now been three years and they're releasing the original version. Oh, not, not after the reshoots? No, apparently it's just the original version now because oh. they've just got, again, there's no connective uh, tissue to this in any of the other films. So if we look mm. at release, uh, it was the original set released in 2018, sorry, before being delayed in 2019, another time in 2019, and then again earlier. But there's none of these reshoots have uh, taken place. Oh, no, no, reshoots haven't even done Oh, no, 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 I think they've taken place. They're just using the uh, original cut from my my understanding now after Disney. And so there'd obviously be some reshoots because every film goes through Mm. reshoots. But uh, I think they're just using, they didn't change massive parts of the script and reshoot Mm. majority of the film. It was like touch-ups. It was going for different tones, wasn't it? First, it was going for a bit of horror. Yeah. And then it's going for a bit more of a superhero vibe. And now they've pushed it again. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> that movie's so, having no luck, is it? Oh, no, none at all. Mm. Um, so as we hit the next one here, and um, No Time to Die, we had a, a little chat. They've pushed that back to November 25th, again, around that area uh, in the world. First one to really do it, we didn't really see it happening. And then once it did that, like you said, create the domino effect because they were probably that close point to ramping up the marketing, I'm guessing, in, in that film. And it was like, no, we're just going to pull it back now. Like we can't, we can't put all this money into something. Mm, yeah. I, uh, what I've seen on the internet, what's the worst spot to actually look sometimes for all this information. So it's costing yeah. tens of millions of dollars to remarket it now, just with everything that they've had to redo. And I think yeah. there's still some places around the world where there's like buses and stuff may have marketing for it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah sure. Cause I went to UK comic con and they had, you know, the Aston Martin now and all the, mm. you know, all the posters they were yeah. just, yeah, fully fledged. Yeah, interactive experiences. So, yeah. What, what I thought was an interesting one um, was, again, looking at all these buses and stuff that I'm thinking aren't getting rebranded at the moment. So there's a lot of things that have this marketing on them that's from like yeah. two, like a month ago, six weeks ago, that are just continuing on. I'm like, that shit's been out for ages now. So yeah. now as we, oh, Scoob. That was supposed to be out soon. Raggy? <laughs> um, that the carto- that. Is that the um, cartoon one? That's the animation one. Yeah. Animation, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. blimey. <laughs> Let's be honest, we'll still see it. But, um, oh, yeah, I'll still watch that. It looks so young, movie. though. Like, it looks too young. Oh, oh it's an origin story. It's how yeah. Scooby met the game. Oh, far out. Here we go. <laughs> God, yeah, blimey. So, uh, move on to when I saw this, I was like, wow. Um, the Secret Garden. Did you see the ad for that? I can't say I have. That's kind of gone under my radar, that one. No, I think the first trailer came out like a couple of weeks ago and I watched it because I was like, I don't know why I watched it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, um, no, probably not on my list, that one. And so, yeah, not. I just remember that from that's like the classic school one that you'd watch at like primary school. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a play yeah. or some shit, The Secret Gun. Pardon me, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Where does this one sit yes. with you? Are, are you a Top Gun man? Well, I saw Tom Cruise's tweet from this morning saying it'd been delayed to December now. So I saw the first one at an outdoor cinema, what, two years ago. Yeah. So I was pretty behind on the craze um, compared to 86. Um, but no, it was good. It, I didn't mind it. Not my favourite film. Like, I'm not big on planes. But yeah. uh, I thought it was, yeah, it was a, it's a classic. I can see why. Yeah, I only watched the first one and I reckon I got halfway through. Uh, just because something else came up, so I stopped watching. But I will watch that and finish that before that one comes out because I feel like it. He's I do enjoy a bit of a bit of cruisy. Um, yeah, he doesn't disappoint really a lot of the time, does he? No. So this next one that's coming up here is Uncharted. So mm. from from my reading on the interwebs, they went into one day of production before shutting down. They did one day of filming. Hoping yeah. to get through, and then wherever they were filming, uh, uh, I'm not 100 sure where it was. They got shut down. And I'm very interested to see how that goes with you know Mark Wahlberg as you know Sully and as the main character Tom Holland as you know Nathan. It'll be interesting. Uh, the, the thing for me that's really uh, interesting on this one is the fact that from from what I've read, it is a connection to the games. So it's not retelling the games. So it is a part of the game story. So the thing that I don't like with a lot of those ones is I'd prefer it to be, say, after the first game. Because yes, for yeah, me, yeah. the origin story is the first game. That's, mm. That, that mm. for me is sort of like the origin story of him. Whereas if you start saying he's done all this stuff beforehand, it's like, well, but it's connected with the game. You're sort of retconning certain moments of the game. And I know, yeah, you, could say, yeah. and I know you could say Drake was younger in the first one or something so yada 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 but yeah that's the one thing i could see how they can make it work because if anyone's played the games the third one remember went back to when he was really young where he met sally as a kid so if they throw something in between that timeline and the first game maybe they might have a storyline there but yeah it would be hard not to kind of ruin the idea of the game stuff without you know having a solid story yeah so Mm. Where are we now on it? So, yeah, I think they went into one, one day of <laughs> well, that went well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's no fun. <laughs> I think that was very similar to Final Beast 3 from what I hear. Not sorry, Final Beast. Final Beast. Fantastic Beast. Beast. Hopefully, yeah, it is Final the, Beast. hopefully it is the final one. Um, yeah. So now we're hitting the end of the movie list. And again, there's more of these that have been affected. But this oh, is there's a in, huge list. Yeah, we'd be here all day. Um, these, are, these are more movies that are in, in a close proximity also to being sort of released pre-August, September date anyway. Because a lot of those other ones later in the year are sort of just sitting to see where we, we sort of go. But Wonder yeah. Woman 1984. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. I was once again excited for this one. Um, I quite like the first. I'm not sure. You, you enjoyed the first, didn't you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I think actually the first, let's even say, or let's even just say I didn't like the last quarter of the movie because I kind of enjoyed the, all the story up into it and then it got to like the final boss battle and it's like, oh, here we go again. Very it's superhero-y, wasn't so it? So superhero-y. Yeah. And it has to be done though because like, that's, that's what it is. Mm. And you're not just having a small bar fight to be the finale. Like you've got to go big. And it just sort of got a little bit too much for me in the end. And I was like, I, but I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It's not, mm. I haven't rewatched it, I think, though. Like, I never sat down and gone, like, 
very much Wonder Woman. But it is it is a good film. So I, I think it's intrigued. one of the better of the DCU, isn't it? Would you say not? It's uh, one of the best. Animals. I would say it is one of my uh, more favourites. If I'm going to go, because I'm I'm yeah. sort of thinking now, like I ha- Aquaman, I hated. Yeah, I, I had an absolute detest for that. I know some people loved it. I just thought it was so poorly written. Um, mm. Justice League, Justice. no. No, no, Batman v Superman. Actually, uh, Wonder Woman's probably right up there. And Shazam for me is just mm. like your middle of the road. Like it wasn't shit. It wasn't good. Um, yeah, so yeah. And Man of Steel maybe you've come close to Wonder Woman, but yeah, not even then. That was only because it had so much other, you know, not great films to compare to. So, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at, at with those. So that's all mm. the movies at the moment, Jack. Now, if we sort of I think majority of TV shows, the list is probably even a little bit too long to go through. Hmm. But I think for me, the key, key point is the backlog now. So normally I'm guessing majority of these, say just your normal serial 22 episode show hmm. is sort of in production. Like when a season starts, uh, like being released, they're sort of around 11 or 12 episodes into filming. So yeah. sort of how it sort of works so they can sort of have an idea of up to that sort of middle point and they have a break and then they finish off the, off the season there. Mm. Now it's going to create a massive backlog because after in about three or four months now, there's going to be no content to come out. No, no. So we're going to be safe to, for 2021, isn't it? So, And I think that's what's going to not annoy a lot of people. It's going to give us options. And I think maybe uh, for, for the next pod we do, we can go through sort of our list of five or so things we can recommend to people while they're, uh, in some social distancing and self-isolation of what we recommend to watch. Um, mm. Oh, definitely. Pe- yeah. People can give us uh, their recommendations because I think the big thing, and we discussed this uh, a couple of days ago when we had a chinwag, is just uh, what uh, some other shows that we've never had time to do. So, like, I've never watched The Wire and I know it's, I've heard one of the best shows ever. This yeah, is, if I'm, I'm never going to watch it if I don't watch it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, I I if I don't get started, like if I don't get started now, I'm never going to watch it. So I think that for me is a is a big thing. There's a number of shows there, but I'm I might get into that too. But yeah. Everyone says Breaking Bad's you know very similar, but a lot better. But yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and that's why I remember the only reason I watched Breaking Bad was I think I had glands or something, or I had my wisdom teeth out. So I was like, okay, that's why I'm watching watching this now. Especially when you don't watch a show from its its original release point. Um, mm-hmm. So. Now I'm moving on TV shows. Like, how do you feel this is affecting the greater scheme of people even connected to media? Um, well, that's the thing. Just... I, I, it depends on the production, but I feel like, you know, those TV shows underlay like Witcher or, you know, just other movies that have been delayed like Matrix. Are these people still being paid? Like, you know, your sister's in the film industry. Yeah. Is she still being paid while productions cease during the virus? No. So at the moment, I think this is... and. Uh, this is let's just talk Australia at the moment because I think it's easiest mm. to gain America, UK. There's they've all we've all got different things and how our governments are dealing yeah. with it. And I think the big thing is the film industry is really lobbying at the moment here in Australia, especially is majority of people are contract work or freelance. So mm. you're not entitled to a lot of the things. And again, by being freelance, the money is good in certain situations. My, my sister will even say that uh, at points, but but the money is. A, again, you might only be working, say, four hours, but it's good cash. But 
it's probably more the hours of what an eight hour job is. If that makes it, but you get, you're only doing the, you sort of know what I'm trying to say. Like you might then have three or four days. Yeah, I do. I work do. Yeah, yeah. Where just because, yeah. and that's just how, how it sort of works. Or you're but on the money set, you're, yeah. But the money you get while you're working adds up for the days that you're missing. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. more just cause you might be jumping from set to set or doing like dip, especially mm. for lighting guys and they're not on set the whole time, et cetera. So I know the government have, people have been pushing for the government for different things regarding these types of people. Like I said to you before, I got stood down to uh, yesterday, just the nature of the sports industry. There's no sport being played. So you have to uh, be stood down for the, the company to, to continue in, in whatever way, at sort of 15% of its staff. Mm. But for the film industry is at a very similar point now, because there's going to be no productions for two or three months. So how does yeah. someone like, let's say my sister, for example, or even producers on, stuff they have no money coming in because again majority say channel seven's producing a show for someone or giving the producers money to run the show channel seven have stopped funding it so they can't yeah. pay people because seven's getting no money to then it's just a chain all the way through um, yeah yeah so it's rough it's rough for them yeah so it might be worse in america as well for the productions oh, in the u.s there, were, there would be hundreds mm. of productions now feeling feeling that problem and does this change in, in time? No. Uh, does this maybe create some additional people doing smaller productions or movies or different types of things? It, it potentially could. Where this goes though and how long it's going to be is going to struggle for a lot of this industry. And yes. I, I would even say just putting it close to, again, connecting with sport, a lot of extra workers for sport, uh, freelancers or contract workers that come in and do a job for two or three hours a day, then go off and work at a clinic or go off work somewhere else and have that sort of connection there. And they've lost that. And then they've lost this other, other income too. So again, when this starts up again, the problem is it's an unknown of at what point does a production come back? And if this sort of thing is still an underlying problem in society, but we're trying to continue with it, does someone get it in a production and then it stops everything again? And that, yeah. Film companies can't start up again and then stop, start up and stop. Yeah, they have to so find they, the right time. They yeah. have to be pretty certain that they'll, they'll be fine and you can't go into isolation mm. just to, for 14 days and then tell people, okay, we're back, we're back into it now. So yeah. where, this, where this goes now is a, is a really interesting concept for everybody and I think the film industry is something that a lot of people rely on mm. uh, Almost to, pa- yeah. to pass our time and it's, uh, whether it's people just binge-watching Netflix but someone like Netflix now, do they bring up the content that they have? And I know they're still finishing off a lot of content, but if you had stuff sitting in the can right now and you're a producer, Jack, at a Netflix stand or something and say some, some of your content is finished and it was planned for release in two months, would you release that now? Would you push it forward to give people stuff to watch or would you keep it for yours to try and drum up some sort of... Oh that's a tough question because all this is you know there's nothing you know out of this saying well we're gonna finish isolation and finish all you know the coronavirus is going to end july this year everything will be fine so i think moving some things up and well keeping some of your bigger productions down the line a bit further down the year um but anything if you're streaming a show right now you're going to get the numbers for sure everyone's at home nothing else to do netflix is the way to go like that new tiger show i'm not sure if you had but every i've got to watch it but uh the tiger king yeah. Everyone keeps talking about that. I feel like, again, I might be completely wrong with this one. It was sort of like when that Maddie McCann sort of thing came out 12 months mm-hmm. ago 
and everyone was yeah. talking about it and just sort of how like a documentary gets everyone or like, I don't know, I probably won't watch this one. This one doesn't really, I might've missed the boat also. Um, no, I'm sure a lot of other people didn't want to watch it either, but yeah. because it's the new thing headlining on Netflix, yeah, people have yeah. sat down and watched it and it's almost become, you know, this huge yeah. thing on social media. And I think that's the thing is now, if you're looking at like sort of a show like that is how can meme culture and how can sort of uh, viral clips push your show because i know a lot of like instagram now the tiktok shit everyone's sort of pushing <laughs> uh, trust me it's where everyone's fucking going for social content at the moment anyway is yeah. posting clips of shows and that's driving mm. so like social content that way and viral nature of things and getting people to watch old shows that they've never watched before um so that's a an interesting one for me i, I don't know I, I can see companies and maybe not your Netflix, but maybe a couple of your other brands that are wanting to get in the face of people. Again, here in Australia, we've basically only got like Amazon Prime, Netflix, Stan. Stan, yeah. yeah. Disney Plus, if you're Disney Plus thing. is there and that sort of releases mm. are more on a global scale. But whether mm. a Stan or someone's got something that was in the pipeline for two months' time, they might push it forward because they've lost mm. all their Disney content. So now yeah. I know why yeah. do a lot of people still have Stan? There's, not much, like, there's a lot of the older shows but there's not a lot of new stuff to really draw people in. So I think they, they, no. could, they could push something further forward now. Yeah, um, yeah. Stan would be going through tough times, yeah, without Disney license, yeah. That, well, that was half the reason why, like, we've got a free Stan subscription at the moment because of Aries work with them last year. But it's, mm. other than that, I'm like, I've got friends and, um, it's got friends, Seinfeld and a couple of those old shows, but that, that's about mm. it. Uh, yeah. The other one it's in the divided video. up, hasn't it? Because Disney really doesn't have that much content now, nor the stand. But together, they made a really good streaming service. Yeah. But pulled apart, they barely have anything left on them. So, yeah. so sorry. No, no, no. no. I think it, it's an interesting point, and I sort of liken this at the moment to you're obviously not the biggest sports fan, but it's more in streaming services as a whole. Is I cancelled my Ko subscription um, mm. yesterday because there's no sport coming out. So at what no. point also? Does again, Netflix has a large backlog and stuff, but at what point if Netflix doesn't release a new show for six months, because it mm. could get to that point where they do not release a show for six months, should you yeah. still be paying the $13 a month or $15 a month? Oh, well, that depends on the, you know, the current climate of things, but if everything's still shut, I don't think that's going to really stop people from canceling the Netflix. No. I think that's the only sole thing people really have to do yeah. when they're stuck at home. So I don't think, the subscriber numbers will be that affected, but you know, some might go down for sure, but I think they'll stay relatively high because it's the, yeah. one of the big strings. Cause I think for me, and this is where I've heard that they're trying to acquire some of these other smaller movies. Uh, Cause I know some movie studios want the cash now and are like, fire out. Mm. We need some, we need some money now. Like if Netflix pays us a hundred million dollars, let's just take it. Our movie costs 40, like let's just take it and we can get our money yeah. and pay back our investors. I would look if I was Netflix to try and get some new movies in as possible, like some releases. Now I know the, the market for a, uh, what's the keyword here? Um, sort of like your, what are you looking uh, for? No, 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 sort of like your pay-per-view look of uh, mm. things. I know that won't work with film because in the end people will then just start sharing it and recording it and, and no one, yeah. will, no one will watch black widow for $40 or $50. What they said is going to have to be the amount of money. 
But I think some of those smaller movies may look at something like that in, in time being. Or I know Netflix has rushed the release, not Netflix, sorry, Disney, uh, the digital release of a number of their movies in the last three months. Yeah, like Onward, Invisible yeah. Woman, all those have been pushed straight to a DVD release, just, digital yeah. release. Yeah. Just, yeah, just to get them, get people uh, looking, at, looking at them again. Now, mm. if we slide into games, Jack, yeah. for you. <laughs> good segue there. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, mate. A very good segue. Uh, if we slide into games, now today we had uh, Friday, April 3rd, the bad news of Last of Us being pushed back uh, indefinitely. Yeah. Now, mm. I was hanging out for that, honestly, at this time. Oh, so was I. Was so I was yeah. like, bloody hell, yeah. I just want Last of Us in my life right now. Mm. Like, I can guarantee that's, that's a week <laughs> of content for myself just yeah. to get through. And now it's yeah. gone. Where, where do you sit with that? Um, well, I understand why Naughty Dog have done it. Um, just distributing games right now in the climate you know things take too long to get there so everyone won't get to experience the game at the same time yeah. and that's one of the reasons they haven't released it they've delayed it even longer or indefinitely yeah. uh, and you know economic economical reasons as well you know whether if they don't get it on time will they still make the sales that they would have without the virus probably not so i can see why they're delaying it but it's yeah pretty sad news yeah i'm de- that's probably the one that like I just said before, has destroyed me the most because mm. I was just so excited. I was just so excited. And yeah, I think, and, and I think this can be a conversation regarding physical media, especially in uh, discs and actually going to the shop to purchase. And we need that for competition and price points of, of games. We do. Otherwise we're just stuck off buying off the PlayStation store and they set the price for forever and it will always be expensive. Oh, for a hundred bucks a game. Yeah. 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 And, we, and we don't want that. But at this time here, because I, I think uh, physical cash will be obsolete after, after this pandemic. And yeah. I think this okay. could destroy the DVD. Yeah. yeah, this could nearly destroy a DVD industry, could destroy Blu-rays could destroy mm-hmm. game physical games in going to the shop to purchase yeah. the game. And in majority of it now, the thing I don't get anyway, and I understand it, I just don't get it, is I go and buy my game. Yeah. I go early in the morning because I know I have to spend three, four hours downloading the update yeah, yeah, getting, of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you just, like, why can't I still support JB Hi-Fi, for example? And buy the game off JB Hi-Fi. They give me a code, and then I just download the code. And yeah, then I just yeah. download the game. Like, why can't we do that? Is like JB Hi-Fi go online, come buy it. You get the email code sent to you straight away. Mm. And then I'm sure they'll look into that for sure. Th- that's yeah. that's something that I'm sort of mm. thinking now. Is especially with DVDs, etc. I think that could it won't destroy them. But if we're not able to go into a JB Hi-Fi store for six months. What are they going to do? Think will be will be fast because you know, like you said, you have to install the whole game pretty much, you know, before you play it. So you may as well just use a code and enter yeah. it in from home without going in the car and going down to the shop. So. And, and our Australian uh, internet speed is still shit, but it's better than it was twelve months ago, fourteen or two years ago. So we now at least can download something at a decent speed. Yeah, speak um, for yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, mine's not slowing down. Mine, yeah. Oh, it, it's not great, but at least it's better than the under a megabyte a second that we previously had yeah, so you could, that right yeah now. i know we're up to like 12 now it's like whoa but go in yeah. but we can i think those are the sort of things that will change now in in this sort of industry i know sports mm. will never be the same again or at least it will take 15 years to, to go back to, to the levels that 
well, everywhere else worldwide. And I think movies will, will struggle in that respect because they need to physically make and movie theaters will always be a thing. But I think games could be that next thing now where we just download it. And I, I prefer to support, again, JB Hi-Fi as a multinational <laughs> or it's a big corporation. So it's not like yeah, I'm helping yeah. the local independent game store on the corner. But yeah, well, just from this virus, though, digital sales have already massively increased as well as people, you know, online from Steam, Xbox Live, PlayStation. They've, you know, jumped massively. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's your, your Steams and stuff. Like I've played, I've played a little bit of just various things and I even looked into Football buying manager. Up. Yeah, well, my computer's yeah. uh, stuff now. So like I've said to you, that's, that's done at the moment. But hmm. I know I even looked through the PlayStation store a couple of nights ago for like any other games that I was interested in playing previously that were cheaper and... Uh, there's some big sale on now so get on it yeah there's, yeah there's some good stuff on there and in good prices so I, I think I'm, I'm going to continue just having a squeeze at, at some some stuff that's going on there um, any, anything else you want to bring up at the moment Max before we go into something um, else? well yeah just apart from The Last of Us 2 you know that they said you know Iron Man VR is going to be delayed yeah. and potentially other exclusives so I'm not sure if you've heard of yeah. Ghost of Tsushima but that's uh, another huge one for PlayStation right now coming out in June, end of June, and that will, you know, impact them quite quite a bit as well. So has the PS5 been delayed? Well, that's the big question right now because in delaying these games as well, you know, they've got to market these properly, you know, so people will still go out and buy a PS5. But if Last of Us is just coming out on PlayStation 4, well, it doesn't give you much of an incentive to go out and buy a PS5. So they're going to have to work out these release dates really carefully in the next half a year. Um, so if the PS5 new Xbox X, the Series X is coming out, they're yeah. going to have to yeah, work out if they're still going to be produced, how many they're going to bring out and, you know, which AAA games they're going to have to release in order yeah, to make the sales. It's a stuffed concept now because everything just sort of, we might as well just rebrand everything by a year. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You know, pretty much. Yeah. Just push. Well, that's what's happening already in the world, isn't it? Everything's just waiting for 2021 to happen now. Because... I don't get how now though, so, like I'm just looking at the, the PlayStation store now to see if any stuff has been sort of pushed back or regarding your sales, but still some things they're still making people pay full price. I'm like, mm. well, everyone's at home, just give them the game for just even 20% off. Just have everything yeah. 20% yeah. off. Like, well, there's a few sales going on right now. I'm pretty sure like a few, oh, some, some, big, some big stuff's games. on sale. Yeah. Mm. Um, but not, ev- not everything. I'm not expecting everything to be on sale, but Mm. but yeah yeah so we're still very expensive i'm sure over this year you know they'll look at you know online stores will look at their prices and think well how can we capitalize on this well you know do a good sale steam have been known for their sales for years and have you know made huge gains from doing that and i'm sure yeah. other stores storefronts will be doing the same too because when was so something even like your marvel's avengers uh that game whether is that going to get pushed back that was later in september but i'm guessing they're still working uh-huh. on that now yeah, September is an unknown. This, it depends if the game, you know, the game developers get shut down in the meantime. Yeah. But they're still, know, they're they still trying on. to get people to buy it now. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know, I know. I wouldn't be making any pre-purchases right now just in case anything was pushed back. Oh, yeah, it'd be I'm, stupid to do that. I'm mm. not buying anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah stay, stay away, stay away. But yeah, no, I think everything will lower the numbers in time. Because, you know, like... Um, you know, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing, they've, you know, they're breaking records overseas and in Japan just because they're the only games out, you know, currently, you know, they're coming out, in, you know, during this time. So they're breaking, you know, game records and sales records. So 
you know, yeah, yeah, if think... you release your game now, you're going to do pretty well on like the movie industry, you know? <sighs> well, yeah, everyone's just that. I think the weird thing's going to be, yeah, we're going to have so much, um, yeah, stuff at the moment. There's, things are going to start coming out, like you said, games soon, and or people will start playing the old ones, and they may never thought that some of these games on the PlayStation Store or Xbox store or whatever it is would ever get really bored again and now they're just seeing an increase in that but i know a lot of the uh, online sections of places have struggled because their servers have not been um up to scratch or people have had to reinvest in uh, the servers there but yeah. no i think this is a it's an unknown time um mm. for yeah. everyone at the moment and learning experience for everyone on how to adapt their business models and whatnot. So I think a lot will change in the next three months. Yeah, and I th- everything's changing per day now. Um, Jack, what are we sliding into next, mate? Um, well, just a few quick recommendations. I reckon we'll just uh, end it yeah. there for the time being. Perfect, yeah, For our mate. first show. Yeah, mm. good. What are you recommending, mate, to check you on the spot? Well, well, I've been in the UK in a bit of isolation. I've gotten to Altered Carbon, which yep. is a sci-fi show. It's a bit like Blade Runner set in that dystopian universe. Um, and it's about someone whose season one starts off with a guy who's been on ice. He's almost this trained soldier um, and he's almost been in prison and they've released him to investigate this very wealthy man's murder. And uh, he goes about, you know, trying to find out who did this. And uh, I can't give you too much. It's a very show based on a lot of mystery, Um, but I would definitely recommend that. There's two seasons out now and the new season has Anthony Mackie in and he does a really good job acting in that too. So yeah, if, that's on Netflix currently, so I'd recommend people go into that if they like them to sci-fi. How about yourself? Uh, so I'm going to do two. For people who are struggling with the no sport fix uh, yes. and they need their sport fix, so you've got no sport at the moment. I've got two at the moment. One was released yesterday, uh, second season of Sunderland Till I Die. So it's a documentary series about Sunderland Football Club up in the northeast. Um, of the UK uh, near Newcastle. Yeah, I was going to go there actually. Yeah. 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 So uh, just sort of sister city to Newcastle in that way. And it's a very uh, good look behind the lens of a football club in turmoil in the third division uh, that the first season of the show started out as them in the Premier, end of the, their season in the Premier League. They got relegated to the second division. First season sees them get relegated um, it's not spoilers really at all because, again, this stuff was two or three years ago, so you would probably know anyway if you're in sport. Mm. Season then now get relegated to League One. What's the third tier of English football? So, for example, now it's just the club looking at a, a way of, say, they had 100 staff uh, back in Premier League year and now they've got 25. And it's how the club's sort of running and, and looking and trying to keep the hope of a city on their shoulders for a team that's down the bottom uh, with new owners and, and how they're running um, halfway through. I'm trying to watch an episode every morning as I, I do my, my morning exercise. And Big series a, or is it lots of seats? Like uh, so it's only, only six episodes uh, this yeah. season. I think it might have been six or eight in the first season. So Manageable, it's a good look. Yeah. You, you could easily, uh, I would like to see more, to, to be perfectly honest. But I guess uh, it's very tight. So it goes quickly. The episodes are between 40 minutes and 50. So it's just, it's a quick... And again, we, we could see longer interviews with players and connections, but they are sort of building a storyline through it. And they probably created content for 25 episodes. And it's like, we're going we're gonna to make it tight at this year. The second one for our cricket fans, and I've spoken about this on a couple of other podcasts I'm on, is The Test uh, on Amazon Prime. And I would recommend at this time of the world for anyone to get an Amazon Prime subscription for the 7 or $8 a month. 
or gives you some really good content on there, uh, like your Jack Ryan's, etc., and also gives you the ability yeah, to the boys, the boys yeah. to get a lot of things delivered for free. Um, and quick delivery, especially in this time of the world, it's not as quick as it normally is for Amazon. Yeah. It's still pretty quick compared to some. Still, without promoting them, I think that's really worth your money getting. An yeah, Amazon oh, Prime I think membership. Amazon yeah. Prime membership is uh, one of the best things that I've spent less than 10 bucks a month on but the test looks at the australian cricket team after the ball tampering incident um around two years ago now when that happened yeah yeah and it's a really good look at the change of the culture and an insight into a team that i would feel even my generation of fans uh hasn't really felt a connection with maybe than when we were 15 16 etc in the last 10 years it's been a lot of changeover of players and i know you don't like your sport as much as I do, Jack. But for me, it's a, uh, even for non-sport buffs also, it's a very good look inside elite sport and a team that's trying to get back to the top. It's very well edited. And for someone like me who is a sport fan, I felt like I was back inside um, the Australian dressing room and got an insight into these players that, um, if you say the Australian cricket team is probably one of the most secretive groups uh, mm. of Australian sport and a lot of... For good reasons, probably. For, yeah, for good reasons and a lot of stuff doesn't get out and mm. it's a very tight-knit knit community so to have the cameras then thrown right into the middle of an, an Ashes series away from home uh, really gives you a look and for someone like me obviously being around elite sport I understand some of the stuff they go through but for some people who only ever see from the outside it's a really, really good insight and that's eight episodes at around 50 an episode so... Easy to get through again. Yep. See, so I, could, I could get on that. Yeah. So easy to get around. And like I said, if someone is, it doesn't even like sport, I would recommend it highly as uh, just try episode one and two. And I reckon you'll then get hooked on it. And at this point in time, there's really no reason to finish things that you, you start. So you might yeah, as well yeah. get through. But they're, they're my two sport fixes for this week uh, on two different platforms. So maybe there's something on Stan next week. I can, I can pull up for people if they're, they're interested um, in that. Yeah, I've got lots of recommendations, but um, yeah, we'll save those for future shows, I reckon. Netflix yeah. And, yeah, and Amazon. I think there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. And if uh, anyone who, who is listening to this, throw through and send through what you've been listening to uh, and watching yeah. and different podcasts too. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And uh, we've got to support content creators at the moment who are still trying to create content in a very difficult time for us all. Yeah, for sure. And we've got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Uh, screenblend.net uh, yep. as our main website so feel free to yeah check us out one of those as well as we continue to upload and start uh, yeah, many, yeah many many different things uh, there Jack so where can everyone follow you again um, at the moment uh, so <laughs> Jackie Boys at Jackie Boys 22 on Twitter okay perfect and I will be cuts on majority of things or, or a cutsy uh, again all those things will be down in the, in the description section below and yeah, yeah. Again, everybody, thank you for listening to, uh, let's say, the rebranded episode one. The rebranded, yes. uh, Of the Screen Blend podcast. And, yeah, anything to sign us off with, Jack? Oh, well, uh, yeah, no, thank you for listening and uh, check in hopefully next week for another episode. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Done. Ciao, everyone. Yeah, all right. See See ya. Bye.